Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me today, we have Mike Brinker. Good afternoon, Nick. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I, dude, it is a gorgeous day in the St. Louis area. We are on the patio at Top Shooters. and uh, Site of Pulpit Fest? I was just about to say, we're under the pagoda that we have reserved for Pulpit Fest, right by the fire pit area that nobody can see because the camera is not angled that way. And uh, But yeah, we are, we are where Pulpit Fest 2023 will be taking place in just mere weeks. And uh, it's a gorgeous day. Beautiful. And, and we're smoking cigars, so I don't know how I could complain. We can find a way, I'm sure. Somewhere. I'm sure we could. So, um, anyway, so what are we smoking today? You brought a gift. I did, and, and, and I want to thank you for that. So I know. don't want the parishioners out there to pick on us too much. I found uh, we had discussed that I had some very well aged cigars in my humidor, and I brought two identical Opus X's from at least. 2018 or earlier okay uh i'm not sure exactly which ones these are as the uh cellophane did not have any identifying marks on it yeah well but do you have the cellophane over there still yeah there was something written on the it was just a price sticker well no there was like a gold thing wasn't it it? there's something Hmm. yeah there were like gold letters let's see i can see it vaguely that might have been my color blindness, as I no, that's see fine. that. Uh, all it says is Fuente Fuente Open X, Opus X. Never mind. Yeah. So yeah, no, nope. we got no freaking idea what this is. But I, they're at least five years old. It's a five-year-old Opus X, so I appreciate it. We thought we'd give it a shot. Okay. Well, why don't we go ahead and cut the cigar? The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And guys, he's got his big uh, annual roller event coming up on Saturday, September 30th. And he'll have live music, he'll have food, and he'll have cigar rollers on site. And if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by. And if you're not in the St. Louis area... Swing on by anyway. You can try and swing on by. But he has uh, he does do mail order, so you can give him a call and uh, place an order over the phone and have some cigars shipped to you if you want to still support a brick-and-mortar shop. But it'll be a good time. Swing on by. It's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. Nice to let schmuckus in the chamber of <laughs> my cutter there. You always do. No, I did not always, but I I know what happened. The last time I used it, we were sitting under the patio thing, and I just did it, and I didn't empty the chamber into the ashtray. So, right. You know. You got to make sure you clean it out. Otherwise, that's how you get UTIs, from what I'm told. I've never had that <laughs> problem, so. Anyway. All right. So, I'm going to give this guy... A nice cut here, and ooh, hopefully didn't. Eh, slight little thing there, but that's all right. I can manage that. Cold draw is, yeah. Trying to place the actual. I went really shallow on my cut, oh. and. I just uh, trying to get that under control. Anyway, mm. I can't quite. Oh, it's... I know this. Uh, yeah, I it. it... Okay. 
it's a dried fruit kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, I wanted to say it's fruity or... It's not raisins. Almost plumish. Plumish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. We're on the same page here. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, almost like a plum. I have a feeling it, it, it would almost get almost raisiny about halfway through, though. Once Maybe. it heats up. Maybe. Definitely a fruit pie. I like a fruit pie. Creamy fruit pie. Um, Yeah, plum. I'm getting like a dried plum kind of thing going on here. I'm digging it. Something different. Yeah. I'm firing this thing up. So, I don't know. I So, I didn't know if you had anything specific you wanted to discuss. Uh, I had a few things that okay. I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, especially with Pulpit Fest coming up. Uh, okay. Especially with us doing this here mm-hmm. today. Uh, obviously, this is a great venue. It's going to be fun to get to meet everybody as I am newer to the prisoners group and to the podcast oh, filling in from time totally. to time. Uh, it's going to be really fun to see these people. Uh, I probably met a few of them last year because I was at Pulpit Fest not knowing it was Pulpit Fest because yeah. it was at Dan's. Oh, yeah, the day two at Dan's place. I just yep. didn't realize the whole uh, thing going on there. Yeah. But uh, I'm really looking forward to that and getting to meet everybody. Uh, should be a beautiful weekend. Uh, I am anticipating a wonderful weekend, and I figure um, it'll be a nice, good group. I, You know, th- the whole thing with Pulpit Fest, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure, this year obviously is what it is, but for future years, I am looking at trying to figure out how to organize it maybe a little bit more. Um, because, um, part of the problem that I have is without having an accurate head count, it's hard to schedule, like, like if we wanted to schedule like a tour of the, uh, AB brewery or one of the, uh, there's a distillery here in Columbia Stumpy's, they do tours. Now with them, you got to pay for the tour. So the thing is, you know, there'd have to be some, some, uh, I, you know, I'm not Mr. Moneybags that can pay for everybody to take a tour of a distillery. Right. So, you know, there'd have to be maybe like a small ticket fee or something like that. But I, I do need to figure out a way to get more of an accurate headcount. Right. Um, so that we can plan out some some different events. Maybe even go so far as to see if we can plan out like an actual organized dinner someplace on Saturday night. You know, reserve something, have like, hey, we're going to have 40 people here, blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. Um but, like, you know, that all takes extra planning and whatnot. That's why this year it really is come hang out here. And then Saturday is essentially going to be like a cigar shop crawl. Yeah. With some time in between. Because I know, like, Teddy's coming up from Memphis. Well, Teddy, he's going to the uh, Memphis Mizzou football game that day. And I think that's at noon. So, you know, he's going to do some time with us at the lounges, some time at the game, and then meet up with us afterwards and, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, it's a little more casual this year. Well, and there is something to be said for doing a cigar shop hop. Oh, for, totally. Because most of the prisoners were from out of town. Yep. They have no idea about these lounges and cigar shops. And uh, and I'm sure you've experienced it when you travel. I love going to shops. They have different stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you get used to the stuff that you see at your home lounge, and it might be one of those things where going to a different shop you can find and encounter some other brands and cigars that maybe you don't see on the regular, and it kind of gives you the opportunity to try something different. Or something I also find fun is to find the same characters at your local shop and pick them out at the new shop. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's the West, there's the Tom, there's, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, 
the 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 what uh, archetypes you know yeah. every shop has has those guys and you just kind of like okay that's that one that's that one so right interesting so i did just do an off the foot retro hail on this guy very smooth right i mean very smooth and i think that comes from the age a little bit yeah you know i don't age a lot of my cigars i just happened to cross a shop in paducah kentucky where i bought all these years ago yeah and i forgot about them. cigar barn yeah it's a good one and i forgot about them because working in the cigar industry i always have cigars to smoke i never get into my humidor except every once in a while to check my humidity yeah but you know so you're just sitting on stuff and you have no idea well that's fun I've been doing that a lot lately, too, going through my stuff. And, dude, you just find stuff, and you're like, holy shit. Like, I didn't remember this. Like, right. I mean, I have – I'm trying to think. I think I have all 16 of them. I have the entirety of a box of the Alter Q from Oscar Valadares. Mm-hmm. You know, the one that looks like the, the stone pillar with the kings and – you know, and all that on it. And then each one of the 16 cigars in there has a different band on it, representing one of the different kings from the Mayan, I think it was a Mayan culture. Okay. And um, I bought that at an Oscar event, and I feel like it was July of 2018. I still have all 16 of them just chilling in the humidor. I mean, so those are what, five years old now? Yeah. Yeah. And they're there. At some point, and some of the, uh, but there's other stuff I bought at that event. Like, there, I bought a box of the Cicerone, you know. Well, pff, I still have the bulk of those sitting there, too. So, I mean, I've got some nice, good stuff just chilling in the humidor that at some point I'll get around to. But to your point, while you're out and about, you hit a shop, you pick up a handful, you know, you do this, you do that. You've got the ones in your regular rotation, and you're like, oh, I want to smoke that, I want to smoke that. And, you know. Or, yeah. You're going to be outside just chilling you don't want to break out a great stick uh personally there's a lot of sticks i won't smoke outdoors period if it's too light i don't want to smoke it outside because you mother nature takes 50 percent of the cigar away with the wind i mean if you're you know for those of you on the youtube you're watching there's a slight breeze here and so what uh, happens is you know we we exhale the smoke it immediately goes that way right you know and part of being in the lounge is you get that smoky atmosphere which you know, you need ventilation, but if it lingers... You still want to see a little smoke. Well, if it lingers just a little bit, you get that aroma. hmm And that aroma adds to the smoking experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just the, the reason you retrohale. Precisely. <laughs> you know, it adds to the taste of the cigar. For sure. So, um, yes. So, yeah. So, Top Shooters is the site of night one of Pulpit Fest. 2023. 2023. Third annual. I can now officially, it, it, I'm weird about the whole annual designation. Gotcha. There's no such thing as a first annual because it's not annual until it happens multiple times. So it's the inaugural. Anybody who says first annual whatever, they're fucking stupid because what happens, let's just put it this way. Let's say you had a first annual event in 2019. Did you have the second annual in 2020? Probably not. So at that point, it's not an annual event. Right. You know, so it's the inaugural event. Second annual, I can give you that. Third annual is when it's locked. That's yeah. when it's like, okay, it has happened three years now in a row. This is the third annual. Someone and you can has go with it. been able to tolerate you for at least three years. Precisely. That means something. It means a lot. I mean, 
There's some listeners that have been with me that long. There's some that have dropped away, I'm sure. A lot that have added. There's, that's true. Actually, that's true. I do want to say that the numbers have gone up, you know, every month consistently um, this year since uh, since May. And um, it's been nice. Like, I'm, I'm like... You're rec- welcome. Record, I appreciate it. No, like record <laughs> month. Then the next month happens. Record month. Then the next one happens. Record month. I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, I got that going for me. But um, anyway, so what else did you want to discuss other than Pulpit Fest? Well, we're getting to that time of year, Nick, where many of us who don't always enjoy sitting outside smoking a cigar like we are today. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like, what, 78 degrees right now? Yeah, it's perfect. Beautiful. It's perfect. I'm, in, I'm technically a little overdressed in a sweatshirt, but I've got sweatshirt and shorts and flip-flops on. I yeah. mean, like, and, you, well, you run cold. I'm always but, cold. But, I was like, you run cold. But, you yeah. You know, we're so running I mean, into that sweet spot for most of our parishioners where, you know, you take advantage of it while you can. Totally. And I, You know, we kind of touched on it before, but. There are certain cigars and stuff I I think we could get into a little quick bit about that everyone has, yeah, better outside. You know, I've got some that I always go to for my personal, if I'm going to the golf course or sitting outside on a patio or something, that I know are going to be enjoyable, that they're going to burn right. Yeah. Uh, like Perdomo's. Yeah. Um, anything from the 10th anniversary line. I agree. Uh, AJ Fernandez, New Worlds. I've had You've really good You've been doing luck. those a lot lately, yeah. right? You yeah. said you had some of those in the humidor that aged up a By little bit. By accident, yeah. yeah. And they got really, really nice. <laughs> uh, we discussed on what we thought was going on with those. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, also, like, Oliva's maybe if it's not too windy. But yeah. you got to watch an Oliva sometimes with the outdoor stuff. Unless you're just not going to have any breeze whatsoever coming at you. Now, it's interesting that you bring this up because, like... Um, you know, I was talking with my dad, and one of the things that he had mentioned is that when smoking a cigar while golfing, he doesn't really like a really strong cigar when he's golfing. He likes something that'll stay lit and will give it that smoke production, but he doesn't want something that's, like, really strong and, like, powerful in body because um, since you're outside in the sun and doing stuff like that, it, he doesn't want to get, like, knocked down by the cigar to right. an extent. So it's a fine line, I think, of kind of finding one that has maybe a, like medium to lighter on the on the the strength and body scale, but at the same time gives you enough flavor that you don't feel like you're just smoking air. Maybe like a Asylum Corojo, something yeah, like that, a or Perla Del Mar, maybe something yeah. like that. You know, ah, uh, and that's a nice affordable one, right? That and that's the thing too. When you're golfing, man, that thing hits the ground. Yeah, you leave it a hole. Don't freaking spend a bunch no, of money on golf cigars. No. Buy a nice one for the clubhouse afterwards, yep. you know, but not for the course. I, I don't want to spend over eight to nine dollars, depending on your region, what the taxes are. But eight to nine dollars for golf course sticks, you know. You know, I'll tell you. A, I don't know if you've smoked it or not, but uh, El Baton. That's what uh, I was trying to think of. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, the Zeno, that yellow banded, that Zeno. that mm-hmm. uh, It came out maybe like a couple years ago. Super affordable cigar. Fairly light in, in body, I think. Has some flavor to it. But, I mean, it's a decent golf course cigar, I think. Yeah. You know? Um, but, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to go super... Super light. Like this would not be a cigar to take to the golf. Absolutely not. This is a post nineteenth hole. Really, you know, any Fuente. cigar at this. I wouldn't take nah. any Fuente. Yeah, 
Um, they, they do tend to f- go a little light. Right. Uh, that's Dominican, though. Ashton. Yeah. I, you just can't. Well, it's essentially the same as Fuente. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. General makes a lot of products that you could take out on the golf course. You know, uh, the Romeo, He Julieta, Reserva Real, Nicaragua, the blue band one that AJ blended. That one, it's got some spice, it's got some flavor, but it doesn't kick your ass. Right. You know? So that one, I think it was one that you could easily do outside. And plus, a lot of these golf courses, general products or altitudes is what you see in their well, exactly, little humidor. Exactly, they're just so prevalent. Everywhere. Right. Everyone yeah. knows Macanudo or Monte Cristo or but Cohibo. See, those, to be honest, are going to be too light, in my opinion, for golf, mm-hmm. you know, kind of activity. I don't know. Interesting. Well, um... You no, know, I mean, this is the time, like you said, this is the time of year. It's perfect. You're getting to the what, what I'm really waiting for. We haven't quite gotten there yet, but, man, we're right on the edge of it. Fire pit weather? Bingo. Is nighttime fire pit weather. And I've got my fire pit all prepped. I've got the, the wood supply all prepped and everything. I know, I know, whatever. On that topic, you know, do we need to provide wood for the fire pit here for the Friday night of Pulpit Fest? No, they got a bunch of wood right there. Do they? Yeah, they okay. they 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 should provide. Now, listener Travis will remember last year he decided to light the whole fire pit and he was keeping it going. And in all fairness, all the customers were appreciating it. Not just our people; there were other people coming over. He did kind of get snapped at at one point about don't use too much wood and all that. And he's never let me like forget that. But um, <laughs> but then another guy, another employee here said like, yeah, we got a ton of it. Use as much as you need. So. Eh, conflicting reports. So worst case scenario, this whole place is made of wood. Exactly. We'll just take down the patio and the or pagoda or yeah, the pagodas and the pergolas and all that. We'll just burn it all. We don't give a fuck. Burn the motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I need to talk to them to see if they'll put a thing up on the sign there. That welcome pulpit fest. Welcome parishioners. I need to ask about that. I don't know what that would cost me. I don't really want to pay. Hmm. I figure I'm bringing in enough people with the business that maybe, and let's be real, the parishioners like to drink, so like right. you know we're gonna they're they're gonna make some money that night. But no, I'll tell you, last year they had that fire pit going, and then they have a couple of those. I don't, I assume they still have them. Those uh, solo stoves. Oh, the really? Bigger, the bigger solo stoves. Now I don't know. If they, now that they've got the turf set out, I don't know if they'd be putting those out there per se. But like you've got the patio spot there, there that you know you theoretically could get those going in i don't know if you've interacted with one of those or not the smokeless dude they're so nice really i see them advertised they're expensive as shit but they are so nice and and getting a fire going and maintaining that fire is so easy it's ridiculous and if i had like 500 bucks to drop on a fire pit i would totally do it that would be the pit i kind of have other things to drop that kind of money on first so we need to Reach out to them about some sponsorships. Oh, I got idea. Maybe get me and you a nice one there. Uh, I'll review it. Yeah, you know, we'll do a formal review on the show kind of thing, and you know, we'll we'll pro- promote some, the shit out of it. Do some like, early evening shows. You I like know, that idea. Sitting around the fire pit. I, you know, so Scott from the Smoking Butts and Tap and Ash Group, he uh, he actually won one at an event somewhere, and that was uh, the first time I interacted with one was when I went up and met him at the barbecue event in Greenville. We set it up and, you know, we sat around the fire. And, I mean, there's a little smoke in the very beginning when the fire's getting going. It's a fire. It has to be. But one, but maybe five minutes. After five minutes, the smoke's gone. 
And it's really cool because, like, it's got this, like, insulated thing to where the fire kind of, like, comes back on itself to keep it going. And it generates a shit ton of heat. Like, you wouldn't think that... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's great. I loved it. So there's my plug for Solo Stove. But <laughs> anyway. Um, Give us a call. We'll put you on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always willing to take on a new sponsor. Um, so, yeah. So I, you're right. We're, we're coming up on good weather. And football season. A lot of people, I'm sure a lot of our parishioners Thursday are going to be sitting night outside. football starts, I think, tonight, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. As, you know, we're recording Thursday for tomorrow. So, yeah. So, I mean, we've got. The, the the gals here, top shooters, are dressed in their football jerseys and uh, referee outfits. Yeah. So, you know. And I, I can't wait to get to my local shop tonight and at least watch the first half. Yeah. Who's even playing? I don't even know. It is Kansas City and Detroit. Mm, okay. But, you well, know. That'll be all right. Uh, Thursday night football tends to suck. Right. Yeah. Now, you're not doing Ask the Boys the Friday of pulpit fest are you or is it going to be the final it's typically the well here let me bring up the calendar it's the last it's typically the last episode of the month which would be the friday the 29th episode okay yes so there's still some time you know there's definitely time for people to get calls in and we need them uh and uh, just you brought it up, so I'm just going to say it. We need it. I have, like, one call for Ask the Boys this month. Yeah. What do so, you like to smoke when you're outside watching football or listening to your football or if you're just outside watching Netflix or something, you know, shooting the shit? Or if you're outside golfing. Like, you know, we're talking about um, some cigars that are better for outdoor activities, you know, like golfing. or I mean, I would say cutting the grass, but realistically, cutting the grass, you want a freaking, like, Super basic cheap stick because yeah. you know you're not concentrating. That's a, that's on a bundle it at all. stick job, exactly. But like golf, you maybe could go a little bit. You, you want to go a little better than bundle stick, but bundle stick could work. But right, I'll tell you, my dad he used to love Teamos for for golf. Super cheap, but they would just stay lit forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah. So I don't know, but anyway, now the thing I wanted to bring up and talk to you about is last evening you and i there was an impromptu um pop-up event at riverman with mickey peg of yes. uh, all saints cigars and one of the things i wanted to talk about is cigar events at cigar shops because you know you've worked at a few and so you have some knowledge about this yeah so there there's obviously differing types of cigar events you yes. know you have the super casual, you know, buy four, get one free, sit around the lounge and chill and talk, which is basically what last night was because it was kind of an impromptu pop-up kind of thing. But then you have the really elaborate things like when um, uh, Terrence Riley comes into town, you know, with Agonorsa Leaf. He does that whole Agonorsa experience with the Fumas and, you know, it's a, a lot of education. I know, I think it's general. They have a uh, educational thing. I think it's general. General Altidus, one or the other. Where they have like the box and it has the different cigar, little fumas yeah. of the different types of tobacco, and you smoke, smoke that. Them all separate. Yeah, and, and that you way you can. Cigar. And then that way you can get to taste, you know, the different types of tobacco. So it adds some education level to it and whatnot. Yeah. So like, I don't know what your thoughts are in terms of like the pluses and minus benefits and whatever of different types of events like that. For example, last night it was super chill. It was relaxing. You got some BS time in with Mickey, 
and which was uh, nice. It was very nice. And was, so to be honest, last night was a really great event. I was able to get a lot of well, not a lot. I was able to get some good questions in yeah. and get drawn out informative answers that mm-hmm. I was looking for from someone that high up in the industry. Which I would have had him on, but realistically, I got there late and uh the party had started, let's just it, say. It had very much started at that point, and I asked him if he was free today, and uh, they were already heading to Kansas City. However, for uh, 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 this is a little travel note for my Florida listeners. Um, I will be down in Palm Coast, Florida. I'll be down at Ash and Ale in Palm Coast. That's owned by uh, Ken Clarich. Uh, he's having an event on Wednesday, October the 18th with Mickey Pegg, and uh, I'll be down there for that. So if you're in the Palm Coast, Florida area, it's, I don't know, a little north of Daytona, I think, um, you know, come on by. Come on by Ash and Ale. Say hi to Ken. Say hi to, to Mickey and, uh, and me. And, you know, hang out and enjoy the enjoy the day. I've never met Ken. I've seen him on the show. Yeah. But if you and Mickey are going to be there, it's going to be a fun time. It'll be a party. We're going to have a good time. At least you'll get to make fun of somebody. Oh, for sure. Well, And you'll get to see Mickey make it, fun of somebody. It may be Mickey picking on me, but, yeah. you know, whatever. I mean, people seem to like that. It's okay. Yeah, when it's not so. them. Exactly. And then, you know, also, uh, depending upon how much uh, the spirits are flowing, yeah, the day could get even more interesting. Yeah. So... That's where you really need an after-party podcast. Oh, fuck. Dude, there were some things. I mean, look, I'm just going to say this. There were some things last night that had, that were said that I even looked at you and said, this is the podcast. It'll never happen. Right. Nobody will ever get on a microphone and say this, but this right here is gold. Yeah. So. Deep I, insight thought. I wish. On I wish. the industry, on people, oh, on cigars. God. I just. I just need to get a little lapel mic put on him. <laughs> just just a little one that he'll never notice, you know. Just have him have put it, it on him early and ha- say, "Oh no, it's off now." No Don't big worry deal. About have it. him on, you know, and just start recording on the phone and then I just have the track and then that is the podcast to end all podcasts. It'd be great. I was amused when he said that his daughters knew the story about him stealing the taxi cab because somebody else had heard it and told them and told them to listen. And so then, so like, yes, his, his appearance on my show from like March of 2022, when he tells that story, apparently a lot of people have heard the story about him stealing a taxi cab from that. So I'm, I'm very amused at that fact. Nothing can stay away from the kids eventually, especially no. in this day and age. This isn't the eighties or early nineties. Exactly. I couldn't have survived my twenties in this era. Mm. Dude, I was so lucky that I got out of college before Facebook was a thing. It was, it was, it existed, but it was still at the point where you needed a college email address to sign up, and it was only available at certain schools and that sort of thing. So all of the shenanigans and bullshit that I did in college, none of it made social media, and I'm so incredibly happy about that. I could never run for political office as it is, much less if <laughs> social media had been around. Or just yeah. just the simple camera phones. No, that's true. Because back, I mean, there were digital cameras when I was in college. But who's going to carry around an expensive digital camera to My a party? My fucking roommate. Oh, well. That son of a there's bitch. There's an asshole in every no, group. There are pictures and various things of events that took place at that time. 
but uh, none of them made it online, thankfully. But, oh, yeah, no, no. He was all proud of that camera. And it did video! And it's like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. So, no, you're right. There's always an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so thoughts on this Opus X so far? So far, I really enjoy it. It's a smooth medium mm-hmm. with a little bit of kick on the back end, maybe. Just a hair. I don't know. What are you getting? Just a hint. Like just, you said, just a li- it is a nice, smooth medium. Um, you know you're smoking a cigar, so it's not like you're smoking air. You know you're smoking a cigar. And, yes, on the retro hail, it's very, very smooth. Maybe just like right after all the smoke leaves the nostrils, there's just that little tingle of something that just is remaining. But it goes away fairly cleanly and smoothly. I mean, it leaves the palate very clean. Clean is really the word that... Yes. You can tell it's a very premium cigar. Yep. And it's just extremely tight. There's not a lot. There's really no aftertaste. No. To it. You know, it is. It's just you're clean. I think if anything comes away from this, clean is definitely... Definitely not a heavy hitter. And I'll say this, too. We're not... We are sitting outside. We do have wind coming through. Yes. My burn line is very, very good. I've had to touch mine just a hair. Yeah. But, like, I, you know, there were a few puffs when we got a really good blow of wind. And it, and it and just kind of set it off the a burn. little bit. Yeah. That and I'm half blind, and I kind of messed it up a little yeah, bit when I first know, lit it. Such is life. Yeah. So I was trying to do it without my glasses at first, and that did not work. I mean, dude, just suck it up and deal with it. We got Waldorf and Statler over here popping his bush light. This is in front of a live studio audience. We, we today. do have a live studio audience today. Sponsored by Bush Light. <laughs> God, I wish it was sponsored by Bush Light. Not Bud Light, but Bush Light. Bud Light's controversial these days. We'll we'll just let that go. But yeah. So That is the <laughs> <laughs> It is more Bush Light out there nowadays than it was in the eighties. Dude, and 90s. it is. Well, I think Bush Light became trendy for the for the millennials to an extent, too. It's like, I don't know. I saw, there was a period of time that I saw a lot of, like, like the young girls working up here and various things like that. They'd be, like, all pushing the bush light and everything. I don't know. I don't know. It just became. I was talking about something else with bush light. Oh. Well, now. <laughs> what made me think about that was Revenge of the Nerds was on Showtime or something last night. Brought to you by Gillette. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, we're roughly the same age. I'm a little older, but, Slightly, you know, I mean, whatever. when you got to see Full Frontal, yeah, you know, it was all about a little bit of Bush. Back in those days. Yep. Now it's like, yeah, you know, not so much. <laughs> not so much. That's okay. Our rating today. I was going to say, we're starting to get into pulpit after dark here territory. <laughs> so why don't we, why don't we now go ahead and do this? It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villager. Villager Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villager Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. So I know what you've been watching lately, it sounds like. Been hitting the old... uh, Old Pornhub, X Hamster, whatever it is. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. I'm sorry, that is not. That 
Okay, so there's one part in the first one where the nerd like has sex with the the what the cheerleader girl or whatever in the dark because she thinks it's her boyfriend on the moon bounce. Yeah, yeah. So like, let me ask, which today is rape? I was gonna say, <laughs> I don't know if, if to, I don't know if it's today is rape. I think it's t- always been. It's always been rape, but I think it was funny in the eighties, and it's just it's funny to me some of the things that we were like, oh yeah, it's super funny, and it's like now you look at it and you're like, well, that's five to ten. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord! So yeah. what, what have you been other than Revenge of the Nerds? What have you been watching lately? Um, I've been on. I'm. I've started getting into my Halloween horror movie kick. Mm. Uh, a lot of the uh, premium stations and stuff are starting to show a little bit more horror films. Okay. Um, been watching a lot of football, NFL, and college. Uh, yeah. Shows. Uh, getting ready for the upcoming seasons, and uh, trying to think. Uh, you know, I, I have been just the child in me, vegging out and watching a lot of Family Guy. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Just some good old stupid humor. That and American Dad. I like. You American know, sometimes Dad. you just need a laugh. Yeah, um, Family Guy. It seems like it's one of those things where there was a. I was watching it, watching it, watching it, and then I somewhere I fell off, and like I don't even really know exactly where, where? that happened. And so there's a lot of it I haven't seen now. Um, and then that kind of happened to an extent with South Park as well. Um, well, it's hard to keep track of their seasons. No shit, man. They're like eight episodes long, and then they're off for like 12, 14 months. And then and they come back. Yeah. There used to be a website. I don't know if it's still out. Where like, And it was put out by South Park, guys, where like you could watch everything. Yeah. I don't know if that even still exists. Uh, now it's all on Paramount or okay, something. On okay. one of them. I forget which one okay. it is exactly. Yeah. Max, maybe. One of those days I'll have to probably. I think it's Paramount. I think you're right. Because I think. Because uh, that's where they did the specials. The COVID specials and everything. Yeah. I what have you been watching? What have I been watching? I have been so. So, like, they everybody knows that. So, I had the strap and I've been kind of, you know, bouncing back from that. And so this week, I have just been busy as shit. Um, so I really haven't watched a whole lot of anything this week. Um, I've been playing catch-up on podcasts that I've been listening to. So I really don't have a whole lot. I will say um, I was looking at uh, the drive-in here late locally to see like what they were playing because you know, it just seemed like something fun to do now that the weather's getting a little nicer in the evening and everything. You can go up to the drive-in and see a double feature. And they had a deal at the end of August where it was like old movies. Right. For like two days straight, they did like triple features of like triple fe- Yeah. So they had like triple features. Uh, they've got two screens. And so Friday night they showed like six movies, you know, two and two or on each screen. And then Saturday it was like six different movies. Okay. Dude, some of these were just I wanted to get up there so bad, um, and I just I couldn't because um, that was the weekend that I was really down and out with the strep. But uh, they were showing like UHF, oh my god, and fucking airplane. But they had like the Blob, the old Blob, and like the cre- and they did Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. So they gave you the glasses, oh, and wow. everything to like watch it in 3D and shit. That's and like I'm black like, and white. I'm like, this is fucking great. Like I want to get up. I missed it. I missed it. So. Yeah, so that that's unfortunate. But no, I like so like you mentioned horror movies and how they're starting to show. I'm not a 
I'm not the biggest horror guy. I'm I'm a scaredy cat. I'll say that. I'm a jumpy motherfucker. But um, generally, though, I like the older stuff more than the new stuff. Like, I think this weekend, one of the double features at the drive-in is like The Nun 2 and oh. like Blue Beetle. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd go see Blue Beetle, but I don't really care about seeing The Nun 2 because I haven't seen any of the Conjuring movies at all. I haven't seen The Nun, because that's part of that, right? Yeah. It's okay. Of the, yeah. That whole world or whatever. Like, I haven't seen any of those. I haven't seen the first Nun movie, and I'm just like... I don't really know if I want to... I need to clarify that. I'm an older okay. horror movies guy. 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's my bread and butter there. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of the you know more contemporary horror films, but... Uh, and they're trying. I mean, a lot of them are very original stories, but well, it's just not always my cup of tea. Not only that, but like they tend to be, I think, a little more cheap on the production side. Not saying that they're cheaply made in terms of like they look bad... Well, but they, they don't cost nearly right. as much. The cost on them, and, they're, and, and they they're, make a shit ton of money. Right, and that's why like Bloomhouse and them are like, why get into anything but horror movies? Because that's where the money is. Yeah. Why take a lost possibility on another superhero movie? Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Yeah. You know. Um, I still want to see it though. I heard it's really good. That's the problem. It looks. But it's just interesting. But there's so much of that out there these days. Right. And I mean, who really knows Blue Beetle? Nah, it was definitely a that's a, uh, a stretch to the D list. Of know? course, you know a lot of people said that about Iron Man. True, I was I couldn't have told you much of anything about Iron Man before the movie came out. I was just not into the comic books. But see, I think that was also fresh at that point. We're now what twenty fucking Marvel movies in, and about I'm sure more twenty different series. I would say all the freaking TV shows. Then you got DC doing everything that they've been doing, and also it doesn't help. That you have new leadership coming under, you know, for the DC movies to where it's like, does this count? Does this matter? You know, because for nerds, for whatever reason, it has to matter. It can't just be entertaining. We have to make sure it ties in with whatever the fuck anymore. So it's just, I don't know. It's random, but I wanted to see it. Um, I didn't see Barbie or Oppenheimer. I haven't been to a movie. I think Barbie's going to be streaming soon, though. I think I saw a report there. that I can see you watching Barbie. I mean, Margot Robbie, man. After Wolf of Wall Street, you know, That's there's really true. nothing what left else, to see. What else know? do you need to see? <laughs> I, uh, Bush Light, you know. <laughs> true. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, with, with how quick things come to streaming now, it's not like... Well, and I think... A, a year later waiting no, for it to come to video. It's very you know, short. And I think that that's my issue is that movies will come out and I'll be like, I want to see that. And but it's already that, streaming. But my th- it was not necessarily, but my thing is when I'm looking at it, I'm determining, do I want to spend 15 bucks for a ticket to go to the movie theater or do I want to just wait a month and a half and watch it? And the justify the $15 a month I'm paying. It, exactly. You already. Know? And so to be honest, that's... That's where I've come down on a lot of movies. Like, um, I mean, I haven't seen a number of the most recent Marvel movies, and they're on streaming, and I still haven't watched them, you know? Now, I will say, in terms of a Marvel movie that is also kind of a horror thing, it came out last October. I don't know. Did you watch Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus? Fuck, man. That was good. Hmm. It didn't tie into shit. It was just maybe like an hour and a half. I think it was about an hour and a half long. And, uh, it was filmed. It's in black and white, and it's a Marvel horror thing. 
and it's super good. Like I said, doesn't tie in anything else. You don't need to watch any other Marvel shit. That's a big thing now. It is because it's an inv- look for somebody to get into the Marvel movies is a giant investment at this point because you have, like I said, twenty plus movies, like at shows. least a dozen shows or something like that to get into. You got to know the intricate timeline. It's too much, and so you know when they come out with something like Werewolf by Night that doesn't tie in anything else and is good, right? I, you know, whatever. So, no, if you've got Disney Plus, you ought to check that out. That's a nice, that's a fun one. Yeah, I'll have to look into that one. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, well, I guess that's been the Villiger Entertainment Report. And uh, while we're talking about Villiger Cigars, I do want to point out that they are going to be one of the sponsors of Pulpit Fest. So, for those of you coming to Pulpit Fest, um, you know, I, I they should be on the way. Haven't received them yet. But uh, there should be some nice goodies from Villiger Cigars. For us to enjoy. Awesome. I know, Can't right? Wait. I cannot wait to see what they sent us. I mean... I have not had a chance to really uh, enjoy many of their cigars. Well, um, I, yeah, they're only in, I think, one shop here in St. Right. Louis. Right. They're not really and it's spread not, out here. it's not even a close one. I know. It's like... Uh, I, I can tell you afterwards, but yeah. Um, the smell of that food starting to waft over I know. here. It's like... I, she, oh. wa- she walked some food over to that table, and I was like, ooh, fried goodness. I don't know what that was. Don't call her that, though. No. Goodness, but not fried goodness. Um, anyway, so that's that. Um, why don't we now? Well, okay, so we did that. Let's. I'm slow smoking this Opus. I am, too. I'm trying not to get, get it too hot with the wind blowing and everything mm-hmm. here. I'm trying to really try to pick out something different to say about it, but it's really just consistent and smooth. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm also, it's a fine line between slow smoking it and not letting it go out. Right. Because, you know, I don't want it to go out. But uh, you're right. It is kind of hard to pull something out. It, it's it's very smooth. Um, and just, again, word of the day, clean. It, really, in my opinion, too, um, as someone who smokes, I'll get an Opus occasionally every year. Mm-hmm. You know, a fresh one. And uh, I don't think you're really gaining too, too much by aging it five years over what the original would have smoked. Okay, so I'm at about the halfway point. There's a slight bit of the uh, uptick in the pepper quotient on the retrohale at the halfway point. Not a ton. Just enough that, you know, you kind of feel it in the nostrils, but, like, it's there. But not, like... It's, n- I mean, definitely not enough to make me hack up a lung or anything Right, like obviously, because I didn't even know you did it. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's there, but not bad. Um... And that's inter- that that's an interesting point that you bring up that you don't really gain much by aging them. I mean, it's not a it's not declined by any means yeah. from any of the opuses I've smoked, but it's not exponentially better after no. 5 years. Not not where I found that that new world the had changed and gotten so much better for a economy stick really yeah. is what it is. It's like Wow, a year or two in the humidor, and that thing changed completely. Interesting. Well, I mean, so okay. So maybe some things are aged up enough, and you can just go ahead and smoke them right away. And some things, maybe you need a little bit of time. Yeah. But, I mean, the AJ is not bad just by itself. No, no. But, you it know. It got so much better. That's interesting. I, I would have paid $15 for that smoke. Really? Instead of, you know, the 9 to $10 yeah, that's an that I paid for point. it. Okay. That's right. how much. That's how much I felt that it had changed. Interesting. Well, very cool. 
Well, why don't we now do this? Contestants to your corners. It's time for a super fight. Okay, so we have a super fight. Now, we, you drew these. Yeah. We random drew. So we're not quite entirely sure what we've even got going on here. So let's find out who our contestants are first. So we have we have Robin Hood. So Sherwood, 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 Sherwood Forest, taking on a Girl Scout. So okay. okay, you know whatever. Now we have the four attribute cards here. So we're gonna assign one and one, one and one. Okay. Okay. So we have the first one here. So we have Robin Hood, who apparently has a magical unicorn horn. That kind of almost fits. I mean, could be. That was a mystical, imaginary time. Yeah. So. I mean, are they referring to that, or I mean, I mean, is, is it as Robin Hood? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we have Robin Hood with a mystical, magical unicorn horn, taking on a Girl Scout who is armed with a crowbat. I don't know what a crowbat is. I've heard of a crowbar. I, I have that's a typo no idea. on the card, but I would. Let's call it a let's call it a typo. Since we'll call neither it a, of us know what a crowbat is. We don't is. know what a crowbat is, so we'll go with a typo. So we'll say arm of the crowbar. So far, not knowing what a magical unicorn horn does, the crowbar seems pretty intimidating. Even though, you know, she's got those fists of fury as a Girl Scout. Alright, and then Robin Hood is second attribute. He also has long metal claws that pop out of his hands. So I guess so he's got like, the Wolverine. He's got issue. Wolverine going on. Okay. With a unicorn horn, versus a Girl Scout armed with a crowbar, on a vel- velocipede. What's a velocipede? I have no. All right, clue. to the Google here. This is getting ridiculous. We got two things that, like, I'm not entirely sure what they are. So let's okay. first veloso. It's a Pokemon our live studio audience is seeing? No, 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 no. It's an early form of bicycle propelled by working pedals on cranks fitted to the front handle. It's the old-timey big-wheeled bicycle. okay. So we have a Girl Scout on the old-timey big-wheeled bicycle. And let's look up Crobat while we're at it. Just in case it is something. Let's see. Crobat. Is a Pokemon. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I okay. couldn't see it. All right. Okay. Thank you again to our studio audience. Yes. Thank you. hi So, yes. So, we have a Girl Scout who has a Pokemon, a, a, a like flying bat-like Pokemon on an old-timey bicycle, big-wheeled bicycle, taking on Robin Hood who has a magical unicorn horn and Wolverine claws. Don't unicorn horns heal or something like that? I mean... I thought there was. I don't know. About we'll leave it. that up to the studio audience to look that up real quick and see if if he can give us some insight as to the, the magical magi- powers the magical of a unicorn, unicorn horn. Unicorn horn. Why? Because um, right off the bat, it's like this isn't even a chance. No, in my opinion. Right off the bat, I think Robin Hood's got push this taken. the bitch off the bike and just. I mean, you don't know what the Pokemon the the Pokemon can give long range attack because it's separate. So it's like kind of like having a familiar. You know, it can go off and do its own thing and attack Robin Hood from afar. Or a while drone. Why you're just pedaling your bike in a circle intimidatingly around singing like, you know, Girl Scout songs. You know, I don't know. The studio audience might have information. Uh, the unicorn horn is believed to possess magical powers of healing and the ability 
Oh shit! So okay. healing and neutralizing poison. I was right about from the, the unicorn part. horn. So okay, dude, Robin Hood's got this hands down. Yeah. Between the Wolverine claws and the healing and everything yeah. like that. I mean, I basically, mean, we turned Robin Hood into Wolverine. Pretty much. Healing and the claws. Pretty much. And then you have the Girl Scout with a Pokemon. And a bicycle. On a giant front wheel, little back wheel bicycle. I don't even know how she climbs up that thing. I don't know how anybody would climb up those things back in the day, you know? I remember seeing someone ride it on, uh, there was an episode of Deadwood. Okay. On HBO where the guy was riding one. And he kind of like, I think he like, Was he unstable? N- yes, he was. Yeah. But he like. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't mean mentally. He like <laughs> walked next to it and climbed as it was rolling off the pedal type oh, thing. Oh, okay. I believe that's how he got on it. But uh, yeah. I would not want to try to get on one even right now. And I'm not. I've only had one margarita today. Yeah, I'm gonna go so far as to say Robin Hood walks away with. I this gotta one say, hands cleanly. down. It, it, I, yeah, this one's not even a debater. No, no, that's sad. That's yeah. sad. But you know, that's that's. Now the I will way say, it had it up. had it been a crowbar, but the the unicorn horn mixed with the claws. I it's mean, just, like you said, it makes him Wolverine. Yeah. It, it's just it, it's it's a done. Who's deal. gonna win, Wolverine or a little girl with a pet? Now, had it been a crowbar. And a Velociraptor, we might have had a bit, of, a little bit more of a fight going on. Right, right. But it's a old timey bike and a Pokemon. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was super fight. Damn. Well, maybe you know. next time. The cards offer up what the cards offer up, and we can only work with what the cards offer up. So, yep. you know, yeah. whatever. That's what makes live so much fun. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, that could have been better, but uh, now. Just so you don't forget, because I don't see it out here, you did receive a toy. I did. It's over there. Hang on. This is pretty sweet, people. No, you know what? And I got to give a shout out. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I asked him on the show, and I meant it kind of in a joking manner, you know, and whatnot. And, you know, he was very gracious. But but I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Drew Newman of J.C. Newman. Because yesterday, I'm at my home, and there was a pound on the door, and admittedly, I had just gotten out of the shower, I was dried off, I was getting ready to get dressed, but I I was in the buff, and so I very quickly pulled some pants and a shirt on, got to the front door just in time to see the UPS man in the truck, and so I waved him down real quick, and he came back with the box, and I was thinking, why didn't he just leave it? And the reason he didn't leave it is because it was shipped by... J.C. Newman Cigars, and, you know, they require a signature for anything. Now, granted, so I'm thinking, cigars, right? Open up this box, and there was not cigars. There was something better. There was the El Rey Lowe Lego set. Limited edition. Super limited edition. Super nice. It is a Lego brick set, official Lego brick set. Now, what's interesting, though, is I'm looking on this box, the only where it says Lego is is you know in the description. Well, of around the thing. on the front, on the bottom, Lego blocks, right what? there. Oh, that's true. And Lego, Lego, yeah, it's true. It doesn't have the but it doesn't emblem, have the actual Lego emblem on it. But um, that might have been a legal reason. That might very well because I've kind of wondered how this came about in terms of. But the only thing I think you and I talked about it last night, and it's like you know, 
A lot of money, maybe, or at the same Someone time. Someone high up there really loves cigars. Somebody at Lego really likes cigars. But the bottom line is I got a Lego El Relo set with a very nice handwritten note from Drew telling me to enjoy putting this together with my seven-year-old son. And uh, We'll have to get in line. I was going to say, I know you're chomping at the bit to put this thing together. So, But it's 201 Lego bricks, and, I mean, as somebody who's been to this factory... Like, I've stood on those steps right there, and let me tell you, man, this thing is, it's spot on. It is absolutely spot on. So, thank you so much to Drew Newman. This was a very pleasant surprise. You did not have to do that. I totally love and appreciate that you did do that. It's going to make uh, a lot of shop owners very jealous. Uh huh. Because <laughs> they're spending a lot of money and probably won't see one of these. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, back at Top Shooters, <laughs> here's two goofballs. Goofballs playing with their Legos. <laughs> anyway. Maybe we'll have to do like a tiny lapse video of us through different stages Ooh. of cigar and alcohol and putting alcohol this together. Consumption. You know, there's an idea. We could even have a competition one day where it's like, okay, throw back, you know, three shots of, you know, something with some significance. We're not talking like freaking like, you know schnapps or something but like something with some significance and uh you know who can put it together the fastest when they're drunker than shit you know it could be fun it could be entertaining it could be or it could be very bad see i'm looking at it and the thing is that's just the front facade of this right there's probably all kinds of shit inside that you got to build around it you need you need more bricks so you can extend it out because the building is very, very long. Like, this is just the front. Well, that's the back side of it. But the front facade is with the clock tower and the steps and everything. But then it goes back, and you have all the, the area with the tobacco storage and the turning and the, you know, fermenting and all that kind of going on in there. And so, like, so if you could get your hands on some Lego bricks that match that kind of, like, brick color to where you can build out the rest of it and, like, have the whole factory scale. Now... I told you last night, my goal now is I need to get three Lego men that I can, like, adjust to make look like uh, Eric and Bobby and Drew. And then I can put them on the roof smoking a cigar and recreate that. that And like I said, you know, with the gentleman we both know with a 3D printer, we could even have a cigar in their hands and stuff, you know. I mean. I love it. I think that needs to happen. Yeah. Because I want to be able to have that extra little bit that nobody else has. Right. I mean. A lot of people don't even have that, so there. <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> you know, and, and even I, I we were talking about this, and Mickey Pegg was sitting there, and he flat out said that in terms of, like, things that he's seen come through the industry, that this was is, one like, of the coolest. one of the top two coolest ones he's seen. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's, that's it's saying something. That's different. Saying something. It is. It's not a lighter. It's not a cutter. It's no. not a glass or a And it's something that tumbler. we all want. Right. We all are little kids like Legos, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all want this. So I'm happy. I'm very happy. Yes. So, anyway. I'm happy for you, and I don't even get to play with it, really. So thank you, Drew. I very much appreciate it. Oh, whatever. We can put it together. It'll be fun. Anyway. So um, right now, why don't we hear about my monthly cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about my monthly cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. 
My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. And uh, <laughs> um, I, I've spoken with Nick Gervais and... I don't think he's going to make it to Pulpit Fest this year, only because scheduling-wise, he's going to the New New England Cigar Festival in New Hampshire, which is the weekend following. It's on September 30th, the right. 29th and 30th. So I understand it's a lot of travel to do two weekends in a row for cigar events. From one side of the country to the middle. Well, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but uh, I have at least... You know, I didn't just dry bag. I straight up asked him if he would send uh, some fucking good cigar or uh, coffee samples. So hopefully, hopefully we get some fucking good coffee samples for everybody at Pulpit Fest as well. So we'll see. You know, I'm I'm like I said, I'm not just dry bagging. I'm just flat out saying like, hey, send me some shit. Step up. So, yeah. So, but no, you can also get fucking good coffee and the cigars over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com. Um... What else do we have to do? Oh, you know what? I'll do this with you only because I, you know, I'll do this with you because why not? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And since I recorded with Pinky, I've had more cigars. Right. So I can on a fresher palate, on a fre- significantly fresher palate, and I've actually taken pictures. And the problem is, I've been distracted, and I have. Very distracted, and haven't <laughs> and haven't gotten uh, pictures Ooh. posted yet. Thank and you, um, uh, anyway, but no. So this is an opportunity to actually. We're doing great. Um. <laughs> oh wait, did our studio gallery need a uh, another bush light? Okay, sorry. I'm I'm just saying that we're doing great and didn't didn't confirm. <laughs> um. Anyway, if so you can only see what we're seeing. God, you'll see it at Pulpit Fest. Yes. So, um, anyway, so guy, what what have you been smoking lately? Um, okay. One of the things I've been smoking uh, last night, I had a really nice uh, All Saints Colorado. Okay, that was really good. I had one of those as well, the Habano one. Yeah. Hang on one second. We have a lovely young lady here who looks like she wants to ask us a question. What's up? Oh. oh, she wants us to get paid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, no you're problem. fine. Is there a camera over here? Yeah, the iPad. Right there. You're behind it. I, Tom, you're, you? No, you're behind it. You're not on it. Oh, whoa. why not? You'll get me a lot more views on YouTube. So. <laughs> See, there we go. And I'm sorry, I'm blanking on your hey name. Guys. What's your name? Kasia. Kasia. Nice. Come to shooters and visit us. Well, oh, so we're having an event here on um, Friday the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And so my listeners from all over the place, I've got guys coming from Canada and Memphis and all over the place are coming up here to party that Friday night. Oh, wow. So will they see you? They might. They might. I normally work days on Fridays. Okay. Well, that's awesome. What do I owe you for the tea? Uh, this was just my margarita. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So... Uh, All Saints, Colorado. You had one of those? Yes. I had one of those last night as well. The, uh, uh, it's, yeah. 
I had the Colorado, and then I had a Habano. Um, I, now I'll admit, Mickey, I know you have a whole shit ton of box pressed. I like a nice brown. I cigar. love box presses, so well, I'm, you're fine then. Yeah, but I I sucked it up, and I had the six by sixty in the like Habano, you know, one that he does. That's because, a little big for a box press. Well, it it wasn't about that. Was the oh. only round one that I saw there, other than the the St. Francis Miter, and I wasn't wanting the short little dinky torpedo. So, um, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's the only round one that I was able to get. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, also, let's see. What else had I smoked this past week? I'll say I fired up a... Um, This is riveting. I know, this is absolutely riveting. Where is it? I've actually been very busy. Um, so yeah, I fired up a Atabay. Oh. Because I had a fresh palate, and so I wanted to go crazy and smoke something really good on a fresh palate, and so I fired up an Atabay, and I was, I was a little nervous because... It had been so long since I'd smoked that I was concerned about, you know, oh, am I going to, like, burn out my tonsils, you know, and that sort of thing. But let me tell you, you want to talk about a clean, really good, very flavorful, but also kind of light cigar. Dude, it's good. And for the price point, I know it's not a cheap date, but every Some one, of them are still just worth it. Every once in a while, that one is 100% worth it. Right. I mean, it's like 35 bucks. But let me tell you, it was 100% worth it. Um, it just hit me the reason why I'm having a little trouble with this. I went three days before yesterday without smoking a cigar. Oh, shit. Yeah, it wasn't feeling great. It wasn't out and about. Oh. So so here I am thinking that I'm actually going to you know, have somebody that smokes more regularly doing this segment with me, and you were off. Right. You know. Now, one that I, you know, it's kind of a plug, okay. but... I did really enjoy it because I hadn't smoked in a while, and I, this was my first smoke. Uh, one of Dan the Man Ponder's house uh, Habanos. Hey, you know I, what? I like those. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. it was the tor- uh, Toro size. Okay. And uh, it was the first one I'd smoked since, uh, you know, three days prior, and it, it was just a really good stick. Uh, enjoyed it with a Pib Extra. Okay. You know, and believe it or not, that combination really worked. Um, you know, somebody said uh, Dr. Pepper works really, really well paired with cigars. Yeah, I'm not a soda guy, so like I don't, I don't drink that. But um, I've heard that Dr. Pepper is one of those, one of those uh, sodas that pair really well with cigars. And Pib is basically Dr. Pepper. It's right? the Coke Dr. Pepper. Yeah. So, but uh, it really helps. For me, it livens up the tongue between puffs. You know, it kind of just really. It's yeah. not just a soda that coats your tongue, you yeah. know, like a regular cola would or, you know, but uh, even like, you know, an orange soda really just kind of turns it into an acid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, those spiced <laughs> sodas, you know, I I, I enjoyed it. I, I was going to enjoy one today and then you called and asked if I could record. So I was like, oh, shit. We'll do this instead. Yeah. And instead you went with a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um. So, okay, so I had that Colorado, same one you had. I had the Atabay. Um, 
Oh, 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 oh. Um, so I purchased myself a um, a box of um, Charter Oak Cabanos. Okay. And so I had one of those uh, yesterday while driving and doing my newspaper deliveries. And I'll tell you, for the price point, the fact that you can get a box of 20 cigars for 95 bucks. Wow. And it's freaking great. Yeah. I mean, I'm all in. And I will say, I want to say this for the record, too. I've said this on the show multiple times, that the wrapper on the Charter Oak Cabano is very fragile. And that I have a problem with, like, the cat cracking and various things like that really bad with that cigar i they've done something they fixed it i've now smoked three of them out of that box and they've been way better so i don't know if it was just early production type thing or what the deal is but i will give them a lot of credit i want to say for the record since i've kind of kind of dogged on them a little bit about that specific one it's a great cigar um but the wrapper on it has been much better in terms of any sort of issue. Now, how long, I have you, issue. Had, how long have you been sitting on those? Uh, they came via post office on Tuesday. Oh, so these weren't something that you... No, I mean, these are only two days. So, like like I said, they came in the mail. Yeah. So, And they were mailed on, I think, Saturday. And then we had the long weekend because of Labor Day. So, like, you know, these weren't even in a humidor for, you know... Other than the truck itself. Three or four days. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true, and I will say you're right. It was like ambient temperature. It was very humid out, yeah. So that helped, but um, yeah, so. summertime's good for shipping. It is, it is. So anyway, so fine. That's been three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. Um, well, in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. We have the Facebook parishioners group. You want to get in on that. There's going to be all sorts of details about Pulpit Fest coming very, very soon there to kind of promote that and give some ideas to what's going on. And then I'm on Twitter slash X, whatever you want to call it. It is what it is. You can watch on YouTube. And again, I do need your calls for Ask the Boys. Area code 863-874-0000. Call in. Comments, questions, concerns, whatever. And let us know those cigars that you like. You know, in weather like this where you can sit outside and enjoy it. Also, a little thing for uh, Ask the Boys. I just took my band off. Mm-hmm. Nick still has his. Where do you like to take your band off? Um, You know, that's a good question. I, I actually was just thinking that I'm going to be taking it off very shortly. I don't let it get all the way up to it, but I do like to let it get close enough that that pectin that they use to seal it is you loose. Know, so you is loose. Get- um, like mine just popped right off, which if it, that does it naturally, that's perfect. Whatever mine has, it's starting to kind of pop a little bit. I'm sure I could very easily get it off, but, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. But, uh, I don't like doing it too early because you just tear the shit out of the wrapper when you do it too early like that. Especially if it's somebody that's heavy handed with the, with the pectin and they actually glue it to the cigar itself. Or it's you know? so tight, like Aroma Craft on there. Oh, right? that's they're the worst for that. I, I don't mean, care where you, you, the thing could be on fire, and you still couldn't get that band off. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, call in and let us. Everyone's got their preferences. I'd like to know what the parishioners think. There you go. I like it. Well, Mike, I really appreciate this Opus X. This has been very pleasant. Um, it's been a nice, good, clean, smooth cigar. 
Um, consistent all the way through. Very consistent all the way through. My burn line is like razor tight, super tight. And it and, has been uh, breezier. It has. The, as we've started filming. But it's been nice. Yeah. And it's been working. Um, let me do a lag final third retro here, here. The uh, the spice and pepper quotient has increased. Yeah, not not poorly, not, not a lot. It's not like it's oppressive or like anything like that. It's but just it, slowly built throughout has, the first two. Built and built and built, and so there is a little bit of spice to it on the final third in the retro hail. But again, I mean, I would hope that would be the case. It should get a right. little stronger as it goes. Right. And I think this I, the smoking experience. There's maybe a little bit of a tingle. Going on with the actual smoking experience too, but still very, very smooth, very, very clean. I mean, look, I guess it's one of those things. Is you know, is it worth the money? You know, that all depends on your palate. Personally, I tend to go more of a medium to full-bodied smoke. Right. So, like, this is not one that I necessarily would like. You know, drop huge dollars or run out and pick up like right away. But every once in a while, it's super nice to remind yourself that it's there. And, and it's still very, very enjoyable. Right. And so. like I said, when I picked these up, they had a very good price on them. You know, uh, they weren't, you know, putting them on an unattainable pedestal. Some shops will do that. Yeah. Some shops will, you know, jack up the price just because, oh, it's rare or something like that. And, you know, that's that's their prerogative, I guess. It's unfortunate. But, yeah, see, that popped right off. Yeah. Just a little bit there at the thing but it didn't take any wrapper with it but um so yeah so i mean you gotta you gotta watch that but no it's it's super good i appreciate the cigar i appreciate you having me on well there we go well guys this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit i'm nick i'm mike everybody stay safe and stay smoky shift is coming on yeah have to see what that entails all right later guys